What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Go to Therapy. I figured as we wrap this year up, I'd hit you with a little bonus episode. 22 things that I learned in 2022. Let me just say that this year has been crazy. So much has been going on. So much has gone on, I should say. A lot of change, a lot of exciting things, a lot of experiences, and definitely a lot of lessons. So I tried to wrap it up in these 22 things that I've learned. So let's just dive right into it. Kicking it off with number one, be present and enjoy life. Guys, I was looking back on my journal entries from the last year and literally the last day of 2021, I said that my goal for 2022 was to be present and enjoy life. And I definitely forgot about it after that, but I knew that it was something that was just so inherent to me in my existence that I feel like I just did it. So this year was all about being in the moment, experiencing things, saying yes to things that are new and exciting, and just enjoying life to its fullest extent. It is definitely built character, I can say that for sure. So 10 out of 10 recommend, get out there, be present, and enjoy life. Number two, control what you can control and forget about what you cannot control. Now, I know that this is easier said than done. However, if it's not something that you can do anything about or if it's not a situation that you can change or if there's no next right thing, next right action that you can take, you cannot waste your energy worrying about it. So if there is something that you can do, do it. But if there is not, you have to forget about it. Which leads me to number three. There is not much in this life that we can control, but we can always control our perception. So if you are going through a difficult situation, take inventory of how you're feeling and what you're thinking about that situation. If you're walking into it with a victim mindset and wondering why these things are happening to you, or if you're walking into it with a world of negativity and telling yourself that you can't handle it, you can't deal with it, you can't overcome it, then that's going to be your reality. But if you're able to switch that, and if you're able to kind of get curious and wonder what you can learn from this situation or how you can grow from this situation and do better and be better, it's going to make a world of difference. I promise. Number four. Be thankful for the things that didn't work out the way that you hoped that they would. This one is huge for me. As somebody who has high hopes and expectations and big dreams, when I get a glimpse of things working out the way that I expected they would and then they didn't, it's very easy for me to be disheartened and disappointed. But I guarantee if you take a look back on everything that has happened in your life, You can see that things don't always work out the way that you expect them to work out, but they always work out the way that they should. And there's always something to either be learned in a situation or there's always another door that's opening for you that you wouldn't have seen had you not gone through that situation. So I think it's important to always take a moment to reflect and be thankful for those things that didn't work out, even though you wanted them so badly We don't always know what's right for us or what's best for us. And life has a funny way of working all those things out. Number five, 
all emotions are meant to be felt. Now, this does not mean all emotions feel good. This does not mean that they're comfortable while you're feeling them, but they are all meant to be felt. And I think part of being a human here on this earth is feeling all the different feelings, acknowledging that they exist, sharing them with others, especially the good ones. But I also think it's important to share the bad ones with those that you trust and care about too, because there's a level of connection that comes with that vulnerability. So not only are all emotions meant to be felt, but I think that we should be sharing them with people that we know and love and trust as well. Number six, not now does not mean never. So there was definitely a couple times this year where I had to learn this lesson where things didn't work out when I wanted them to work out, but they did end up working out in the end. So I am definitely a gotta get it done yesterday type of gal. (laughs) So this is hard for me to be patient when it comes to things, especially big things in my life. But just because life is telling you that it's not meant for you in this moment does not mean that it's not in the cards for you at all. So just gotta trust the timing of your life. Number seven. Now let me just say this is a direct at mention to myself. (laughs) Not like all of these aren't, but specifically this one. Your life won't end at 30. I hope there is somebody out there that feels me on this one. I feel like I've been in this race to 30 as if there is something that, as if I need to accomplish everything prior to me turning 30. So let me walk that back. I'm not in a race to 30. I am trying to prolong my journey to 30 as long as possible, or I have been up until this point. Um, But for some reason, I just really thought that I had to accomplish everything that I sought out to do prior to me turning 30. And I don't know why I felt that way. So I've definitely spent some time reflecting and just understanding that my life isn't over at 30. And I don't mean like over, dead, done, in the grave. I just mean that almost this feeling of opportunity stops there and experience stops there and I mean, I've been told by people in their 30s and beyond that your life starts when you're in your 30s. So now I'm looking forward to that. Although I'm not rushing there, I'm looking forward to it. Number eight, sometimes you really have to fake it till you make it. Now let me just sidetrack for one second and tell you guys a fun fact about me. So I am very intrigued by brain science and how our minds operate and psychology and all that good stuff. Through what I like to classify as research, i.e. podcasts, books, articles, things of that nature, I have discovered that you can trick your brain into doing the things that you want to do. So whether it be creating a new habit or a new thought process, I'll use the example of somebody who wants to go to the gym. If they only have negative thoughts around it and they're constantly skipping days and whatever the case may be, If they were to just shift that and if they were to tell themselves that they were somebody who enjoys working out and if they were to have the discipline to show up to the gym every day and put in the work and be proud of themselves and feel good about it, what they're going to do is they're going to create new neuropathways in their brain to reinforce those positive affirmations and those positive beliefs. So the more that you do that, the more it becomes true. And that's what I mean when I say fake it till you make it. Although you might not feel like doing the thing and you just show up, or although you might not initially enjoy doing the thing, 
but you keep doing it, eventually it's going to stick because of those new neuropathways, which I think is so freaking cool. I'm definitely going to go more into depth with neuropathways and geek out on an episode in the future, so stay tuned for that. But let's move on to number nine. Stop over-explaining. So I am a chronic over-explainer. I just feel as if nobody really understands how my mind operates and I do classify myself as a good communicator so I feel like I can use words in order to get somebody on the same page as I am and that's not always the case and it's not always warranted. So again, a direct at mention to myself, but maybe somebody else needs to hear it as well. Stop over explaining. Number 10. And what I gotta say here is full freaking send. If it scares the shit out of you, say yes to it. Go out there and be vulnerable. Go out there and see what happens when you do and say the thing that you really want to do or say. Because I know I would much rather be disappointed than wonder what could have been or what could have happened. So, full send, baby. Number 11. It's all small stuff. We so often get wrapped up in these situations where we feel like it's the end of the world and we kind of catastrophize and make it so much bigger than what it needs to be. But at the end of the day, most of the issues that we encounter are so fixable and they're so minute. And that's not to invalidate the things that people go through because you're allowed to feel how you feel about them. But again, with the reflection back, you can see that a lot of these things that felt like the end of the world in the moment were really just these small little things that ended up working out in one way or another. So if we can see that and we can almost practice it when we're dealing with difficult situations, we'll then realize that it's all small stuff. Number 12, your mind is powerful. Make it a safe space, not a war zone. And I'm going to say that one more time because it's all I got to say about that one. Your mind is powerful. Make it a safe space, not a war zone. Number 13, Family means everything. And this is not necessarily something that's new to me, but I feel like it's something that I've really come to know deeper in 2022 now that the family that is closest to me all lives 600 miles away. I've dealt with a lot of loss when it comes to my family and people that are close to me. So out of fear, I've tried to protect myself from that to avoid potential pain, and that meant closing myself off from those relationships in one way or another. But I feel like this year, I've really leaned into that discomfort and stepped out of my comfort zone in forming better connections with my family. So that's definitely been transformative for me, and family means everything. Number 14, we're here for a good time, not a long time. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely want to have some crazy stories to tell my kids and my grandkids and so on and so forth. So get out there and experience life, step out of your comfort zone, do something wild and crazy, then maybe do it two or three more times. Just know that I support you in whatever that is. Number 15, I am not everybody's cup of tea. I gotta be honest with you guys, this one was hard for me to come to terms with because I think that I'm the shit. 
<laughs> but the thing about that is I don't need anybody else to agree with me. So you could and you should think so highly of yourself, but that does not mean that other people are going to align with your beliefs or think the same, and that's totally okay. Number 16, life is too short for one-sided relationships. Now, when I say relationships, keep in mind that I'm talking about friendships, romantic relationships, family relationships, any type of connection that you have in your life. There should never be a moment where you feel you are continuously exhausted from all of the effort that you're putting into that relationship and your cup is not being filled back up by that individual. This is something that I've fallen victim to time and time again. I am constantly overextending myself and giving so much of myself to people who have nothing to give in return. And sometimes that's okay because I think that there is something to be said about giving without any expectation. But for those people that you keep close to you, it cannot be one-sided. It'll never work. Number 17, quality over quantity. I am somebody who... When I really like doing something or I really like being around somebody, I want to do so much more of that thing, which I think is a natural reaction to anything that we enjoy, right? We want so much more of it. But what I've learned is how to fully immerse myself in that experience to enjoy it while I have it instead of constantly just wanting more. So I'll use the example of traveling. Every time I hop on a plane... A fire is ignited in my soul. <laughs> I just get super excited. I can't wait. And all I want to do is experience that feeling over and over and over again. But what I found is it almost takes away from the experience that I'm actually in because there's a constant desire for more. So what I mean by quality is really immersing yourself in the moment that you're in and being really present to be able to fully enjoy what's in front of you instead of always wanting the next thing. I think this is also applicable to the relationships that we have in our lives. So if you are surrounded by a bunch of people, although it may look like you're this great, amazing, popular person, but if there are a bunch of shitty people that don't add any value to your life, then what is it really worth? I know for myself, I would much rather surround myself with a few people that add value and who inspire me and who show up for me than to have this giant group of people that I have to keep tabs on for what seems like no reason because they're not adding any value to my life. So quality over quantity. Number 18, feelings change. And I think this is one of the most amazing and terrifying two words that I've ever seen put together in my life. But I choose to look at them as a good thing because I think it's really important to understand when you're feeling all of those negative emotions that you are allowed to feel. <laughs> it's important to remember that feelings change and you won't feel that way forever. Number 19, lead with integrity. So this one's definitely important on the list because I feel as if I was put in some situations in the last year that have really tested me as a woman <laughs> and have kind of shown me how I show up for myself and how I stay true to what's important to me. So making that decision to lead with integrity isn't always easy and it definitely isn't always comfortable, 
but what you gain by doing that is reinforcing your sense of self and that is not worth losing for anybody or for anything so continue to lead with integrity moving right along to number 20 everyone is doing their best with the tools and resources that they have so I think it's really important to give people the benefit of the doubt at the end of the day and just understand that we're all out here trying to do our best and not everybody is as equipped as you might be in a certain area or in tune with their emotions or with communication or with just being a kind person. <laughs> so I think it's just important to give people grace at the end of the day and I think that if we all just took the time to get to know each other a little bit better, we might understand each other a little bit more. And I know that sounds super cliche, but somebody tell me that I'm wrong and give me some concrete evidence and then I'll walk it back. <laughs> Number 21, different people serve different purposes in your life. So this was definitely difficult for me to wrap my mind around because I used to be the type of person who expected everybody to be everything that I wanted or needed them to be at any given moment. And not only is that unrealistic, but it's really unfair to the people in my life. So what I've come to realize is that people have different strengths and different attributes in which you gravitate towards them for. So I have some friends that are really great at having a good time. So if I want to go out and have fun and be wild and crazy and spontaneous and do all the things... I'll hit them up for that. Then I have a group of friends who are really good at giving advice. So if I need some wisdom, then I'll go to them for that. I have some friends who are really deep and philosophical. So if I need some stimulating conversation, I'll go to them for that. But that's really the importance of building your tribe and having a group of people who can kind of fill those needs in different areas. This way you're not expecting one person to be everything all at once because, again, it's really not fair. <laughs> Don't do that to your friends. And last but not least, number 22. I am so much more than titles, material possessions, or my physical body. Sometimes I gotta get a little morbid to remind myself who I am at the end of the day. So... I can get laid off tomorrow, my apartment can go up in flames, I can get into a car accident and I can be paralyzed. You just really never know what's around the corner and although I don't want to necessarily think about these things happening, I want to make sure that I know who I am outside of these things because if I didn't have that sense of self then I would 100% crumble if I were to lose any of that. So I think it's really important for us to take the time to stop and figure out who are we at the end of the day. And it's not the title, it's not the fancy car, it's not the beautiful boyfriend or girlfriend, it's not the fact that you're the most beautiful person or the most fit person in the world. It's not all of the designer things that you have to showcase on social media. It's none of that. It's who you are at the end of the day without all of those things. Without anybody else around, without anybody else looking, without anybody else checking up on you, who are you? So that is the question that I am going to leave you guys with. I hope you enjoyed my 22 lessons of 2022. There was definitely so much more than that. It was kind of hard to narrow it down, but 2022 is a year of growth. 
And 2023 is a year of expansion, baby. I am so excited. There's so many things that I look forward to sharing with you guys. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys have an amazing day, year, life. Thank you all for being here, and I will catch you on the next episode.